So we're gonna drive around for a few minutes. Okay. And I'll give you some chances to guess what the topic <laughs> for the episode is. Just based on us riding around and things that we see and things that we're doing. And I guess the first hint is the fact that we are in a car right now. Ooh. Unsafe things. Uh, I'll give you three more guesses. Good ways to I... die. Oh my goodness. We're pregnant. Bro, do you even I live? can't eat another One bite. One is usually bigger than the other. It tastes awful. It won't hurt a Wait, bit. Why is it leaking? Did you Whoa. hear that? That's that smell. was not there Maybe yesterday. Have a second of it's it. totally my natural hair girl color. Is supposed to look like that? Don't worry. That was solid. Deadly. I'm Terrell. And I'm Iris. Wait, who are you? I'm the Uncanny Valley version of Siri that won't get you sued by the Apple company. Oh, well, in that case, welcome to Health Science for the Rest of Us, a podcast where we take a super practical look at the body, its shenanigans, and the world of fascinating ways we try and keep it healthy. This definitely won't replace a trip to your doctor's office but it may help you make heads or tails of how to live in your body better. More important than that, this podcast will help you look like a total badass at your next Facebook debate. You did it again. We can edit that later. Let's, Let's do, do this. this. Have you ever gone anywhere in your car and found yourself really relaxed? Like the calming lull of the car had put you into some kind of sleepy trance and your hands seemed to drive the car all by themselves while you were drifting into daydreaming or planning a grocery list or eventually arriving at your destination without much memory of how you got there. In the process of all of this, did you miss an exit or two or have moments when you forgot where you were even going? Have you had that experience before? If so, you probably thought the issue was that the engine was vibrating or a lack of sleep from the night before, but like with so many things, it turns out that this zombie-esque driving experience actually has less to do with how tired you are and more to do with how lazy your brain is. Again. In order to understand this up close and personal, we decided to get into the field and get a taste firsthand. So for this week's adventure, special co-host Bethany and I climbed into my rolling sweat box, got as bored as we could, completed a scavenger hunt of sorts, and tested the most common tricks for managing the experience formerly known as highway hypnosis. Before getting on the road, Bethany and I did some safety checks fastened our seatbelts, and covered some of the basics about what highway hypnosis even is. To fill you in before we cut away to my mini road trip with Bethany, I'll tell you that highway hypnosis is a term psychologists use to describe when a person's brain gets bored during a drive and quits paying attention so it can start running on autopilot instead. You may remember from episode 31, Adventures in Thinking Without Thinking, that autopilot is something brains use all the time in order to save energy and effort during highly practiced or overlearned activities. These activities include tasks like talking, riding a bike, really anything your brain has decided it can do without much conscious thought. 
When your brain switches to autopilot in your car, you might feel like you're in a comfortable daze. But all the while, as you're rolling down the road with your mind on what you might like for dinner, in real time, your mental processing is dulled, your reaction times are slower, and a sizable amount of your brain power is shifted away from the act of driving and towards other deep thoughts that have little or nothing to do with driving or carefully navigating your surroundings. Based on accident rates, highway hypnosis, which is sometimes called automatic driving or mindless driving, doesn't seem to rise to the level of similar hazards, like driving drowsy or driving while distracted, but As we found out, it is still worth understanding in its own right because it is related to some reasonably concerning outcomes like missed exits, lane drifting, following other cars too closely, and thinking we're driving more slowly than we really are. Bethany and I were really careful to avoid anything that dangerous while out in my car, but at the end of the day, our little makeshift road test was not entirely without incident. Handheld mics. Gotcha. While we're driving. So is this the first time you use this? With another person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the oh, car. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. This is an adventure all the way around. Oh, I, I hope we're really recording. <laughs> no, we are. Yeah. Oh. As well double check. Do you have any experiences with just driving down the street and your? You arrive at your destination and you don't really remember driving there or absolutely yeah tell me more this is going it's, to be on the internet uh, <laughs> incriminating uh, evidence it's i i think it, it seems to happen more often when it's a road that i have traveled frequently so there's mm-hmm. a, a level of comfort i don't have to maintain the awareness a mm-hmm. lot so that's true what you say though that people experience it more when they're on a really familiar road. Mm. They also tend to experience it more if it's nighttime or if they're toasty warm in their car or if they have eaten a really heavy meal beforehand. And people will do all sorts of things to try and fight the experience. Have you ever heard any other, like any weird things people might do to stay more alert and avoid highway hypnosis? Well, I know a lot of truckers use amphetamines. Um, and, um, yeah, now it's more regulated because of the hours truckers are allowed to do and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, use of like e- even other stimulants, caffeine, cocaine, amphetamines. Mm. Um, other things. Um, definitely heard, heard the windows open. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, blasting the AC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, chewing gum. Kidding, kidding. Uh, 
full-time job <laughs> working uh, as a psychiatric nurse practitioner prescribing psychiatric medications. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a large crossover of um, some properties of psychiatric medications and mm -hmm. illicit drugs and sleepy you feel where zero is you feel wide awake the most alert you've ever been and 10 is you feel completely checked out you're not feeling alert at all you're feeling kind of sleepy or dazed or out of it okay zero to ten I think I said that the right way yes. <laughs> it might be the other way where 10 is the most alert Zero is the least alert. Wait, is that what I said before? Uh, no, backwards. And what time is it now? It is 7.52. Okay, so we'll check again in another five or ten minutes. Should I rate that? Mm-hmm. How do you like that smelly Sharpie? <laughs> Promoting uh, alertness, that's for sure. <laughs> they smell so bad. Okay, so about this time in the trip, Bethany and I were approaching the meat and potatoes of our road trip, which was modeled after a project that the state of Indiana tried to do in the late 1950s. The short version of that story is that researchers, engineers, and public officials in Indiana noticed that highway hypnosis seemed to be getting worse as roads were getting smoother and cars were getting easier to drive. In order to do something about this, they tried to redesign their toll road to feature specially placed twists and turns around every two miles or so. We tried a version of this after hours in an empty shopping center, and our goal was to see if the periodic twists and turns around the lot seemed to help us pay better attention to our surroundings. Yeah. So we're about to try and do this rectangle here. <laughs> More than once. People who listen won't be able to necessarily tell, but we're gonna go in this big rectangle about four times, and then we'll check mm -hmm. again to see if we feel any more alert. Mm, I see. Yeah. So we're about to hit this loop the first time, and we'll just notice anything that we see, and then when we come back around, we'll notice if we see anything that wasn't there the first time, or if we notice anything that seems surprising. That Ulta, I think, wasn't there the last time I was here. So that's a surprise to me. Wait, were we just here? I've been here before. Oh. We're in uh, Dublin. This, I wasn't sure if we'd already done this square before. No. So, okay. <laughs> so we haven't been on this part. Once we get yes. back over okay. there, it'll be a whole loop. Okay. 
So we're on the fourth fourth side of the square. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so. Yeah. Um, it's one of those clothing donations. There things. is a pay less, which no longer is with us. I'm surprised that building's still there. As soon as we cross this intersection, that will be one loop. I'm gonna try as many loops as we can tolerate. <laughs> but it's so These. dark and nobody's out here. You can see how the boredom can set in. Except the snow kind of makes it a little, I think that adds some interest. That's true. Because it's not just a black road with the yellow lines. It's got like dusty snow everywhere. This is true. Golden Corral says gold corral. <laughs> the lights are broken. So this is the second loop now. Do you notice anything this time around that's different or surprising than the last time we looped around? It feels brighter. Oh. Bethany's cheating. Well, are you noticing difference? Um, wondering if I went the wrong way. Cause did we pass Whole Foods last time? I don't remember that stop sign either. No, I don't remember that stop sign either. Yeah. Which means we couldn't have passed it because you would have stopped at it. Or I stopped and didn't remember. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's yes, a, we did that's, pass this because yeah. I remember that part. Yep. That U-Haul truck, I don't remember. But that's like the yeah. whole, that's yeah. part of it. You're just driving around almost like you're in missing autopilot. Everything. Yeah, and yeah. you're missing things, just not paying attention. One eternity later. So that's about two and a half loops. That feels sufficient. Do you want to grab yeah. your clipboard <laughs> and take note of the time? I guess it's 7.48 now. Zero is least aware, 10 is most alert. I, sure I hope so. Say... <laughs> I don't remember. Six. What was it before? Five. Ah, feeling more alert now. But I think it was because I started trying to notice things mm. and I shouldn't have. Mm. So I cheated. Well, that's half the battle, right? Like, they tell you that you should try and notice things mm -hmm. and try and see everything with fresh eyes. Mm -hmm. On top of telling you that you should take breaks and don't eat too much before you have to drive. Yeah. They tell you, try and make a point to notice stuff so that you're alert. You're not just going through the motions. No, I get that. If you had to guess how many miles we've gone so far, what would you guess? On this on this circle, on the square that we're doing? Or From the, the time we left the Ooh. tea house to here. I'm gonna say five. We've driven 14 miles. What? <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing, people are in the car and they're going through the motions. When they have the highway hypnosis, they don't really have much concept of how long they've been driving. Wow. It's happening. That's why I miss exits. <laughs> oh yeah, that's part of it too. I'm like, I couldn't be there For yet. sure. Yeah. I haven't been in the car that long. How yeah. did I get all the way to exit yeah. 83? Chuck E. Cheese is still around? I can't believe that's still open. That must be like Payless. crazy. That can't still be, should we drive over there? Oh, we're in a turn lane. I feel like we should investigate. You know what? I think they went, they got went bankrupt, but then they might have like stayed alive. Like Toys R Us. Yeah. Should we investigate? Yeah. Okay, we have the light. This is gonna be fine. All right, we're gonna take a 
side trip to Chuck E. Cheese to investigate. I think I'll I'll bet a dollar they're closed. I bet a dollar. I double your bet, and I say they're open. Open as in still in business? Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> Not only are they in business, but people are in there. Why are people in Chuck E. Cheese that at 8 o'clock on a Sunday night insane. in the snow? All right. Well, we'll go ahead that's, and... That's news. We'll head back into the main street now, but we'll have you write down the time again and rate your sleepiness, alertness. It's 8.03. I think we're using that scale all kinds of wrong. And I... <laughs> well... But it still counts. It counts. Fortunately, I've been hovering in the middle. Oh, good. So okay. it's, it's all um, 803. I'm giving it a five. Now, when I noticed Chuck E. Cheese was open, I perked up for a second. Ah. But then the heat hit me again. Ah. That's on and, purpose, too. <laughs> yeah. And then I started dwindling. Yeah. With a. What temperature do you think I have the thermostat on right now? It's got to be 83. It is. 90 degrees! What? I did that on purpose. You cannot even <laughs> have a temperature of 90 degrees. 90 is as hot as it goes in this car. <laughs> Just turn it on all the way up. The microphone's melting. It could be. <laughs> we'll find out. This is right around the time when we entered the last phase of our road test, which involved a different set of road conditions that were potentially boring for their own reasons and some other tricks that people use to try and stay focused while fighting highway hypnosis. Find out. All right. So in the biggest loop of all the loops, we are now headed back towards the way we came, but we're going to go a different way now. We took back streets in order to get here because it was dark and a lot of trees and stuff, not a lot to notice, a lot of opportunities to get bored. But the other, mm -hmm. the other way people get really bored and get highway hypnosis when they're driving is when they're on the highway, because then there's even less to do. You're just going straight and you don't have to look for exits that often. The other thing we're going to do is have you go for the next clue, which might be a little tough to find. If you look down by your feet on your left side, you'll notice a little net and yep. there should be another clue in there. This road does not even have street lights. This is a very dark road. Watch for deer. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <clears throat> the first says that Terrell's car is not dirty at all. Thank and you. I was not instructed to say this. Thank you so much. Also, Terrell's car is very clean. Thank you so much. Thank you. Why do I feel like I'm set up? Uh, if you had met with me an hour earlier, you'd be sitting in glitter and spilled laundry detergent. I get angry when I get hot, <laughs> by the way, so like, well, it's probably coming. <laughs> in that case, if you look down in the armrest here, there may be some relief for you. There's a little button that you push.
other than her driving is excellent. Woo! Count each stoplight we pass out loud in parentheses until we pass 10 stoplights. Man. I'll let street lights count. surprise for you. Envelope number six. This is the only scavenger hunt I've ever gone on <laughs> that I didn't have to move from my seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like virtual scavenger hunt. All right. Open your window and keep it open for 25 seconds. Okay. So that will start once we pass through this light. You're going to go as fast as is legally allowed. We should open both the windows. You gotta get up to a decent speed so that the air can come in. And then we'll rate your alertness again. Okay. Oh, we, oh, we gotta turn. We might be able to. 814, my alertness. So here, why are we turning here? And now I'm in the wrong lane. Excellent. Yeah! I think we okay. jinxed my, oh yeah, this is over road. We should be able to open yes. the window. Straight, okay, anytime you're ready. suspicious and stopped at a lot of stop signs and yielded and used the blinker appropriately mm -hmm. and now we're back where we started mm -hmm. how alert are we feeling <laughs> the windows have been down mm -hmm. it's 8 19 the heat has still been up and i'm gonna go with um i'm back to a four <laughs> winning yay it works yay well, thank you so much for indulging me. You are welcome. Riding around in my mobile sauna in the snow. Yes. Thank you to Cor Karolinski for making a sleepiness scale. Yes, we hope we did it justice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Chuck E. Cheese for blowing our minds. 
Oh man, Chuck E. Cheese was the highlight of the drive. So there you have it. It turns out that unless you've got a car full of secret envelopes, or plenty of chances to put your windows down, you and your bored brain might be in for some bad driving times. And this may actually get worse as technology gets better. As roads keep getting smoother, and routes keep getting more predictable, and cars keep becoming more automatic, more comfortable, less bumpy, less noisy, and just all around more easily operated, the level of sheer mindlessness involved in being in cars is only going to go up. As such, the likelihood of experiencing highway hypnosis is also poised to go up. But even if road design changes, like the ones in Indiana, don't help, P.S. it didn't, there are still a few things we can consider in order to be better at managing car time. In addition to the tricks that Bethany and I tried on our road test, it seems that running your AC, drinking a reasonable amount of caffeine, having healthy snacks, using good posture, driving in the daytime, taking breaks, resting before you start your trips, avoiding medicines that make you sleepy, listening to unfamiliar music, or listening to people talk on the radio or through podcasts may all be safe options for helping you to avoid getting so comfortable or relaxed on the road that your brain gets bored and goes out to lunch. Now, because we care, and because we know that you may have been listening to this in your car, you might have noticed that we decided to do you a solid by adding a bunch of sudden animal noises, breaks in audio, and other random sound effects at unexpected times throughout this episode to keep your brain more alert. We're sorry and you're welcome. Of course, if none of that helped, just find yourself a Chuck E. Cheese's. Apparently, it's good for what ails you. And that's Jenga. Many thanks to special co-host Bethany for being such a good sport when I showed up to her local tea house and asked her to blindly follow me to my car. Many thanks as well to past special co-hosts Tracy and Will for suggesting this episode topic. Car sickness was a close runner-up, but you'll just have to keep your ears peeled for that one. Finally, in case it didn't go without saying, no deer or co-hosts were harmed in the making of this episode. That's all for now. Stay tuned, everybody. Please tell the other humans to listen to the podcast so I don't have to go back to my day job. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Health Science for the rest of us. If you like what you heard, be a pal and spread the love by sharing this podcast with a friend. If you're not sure how or if your friend just needs some help, you can both get some quick tips from our fun YouTube tutorial. Just tap on the link in the show notes from this episode. To learn more about the show in general or to see some pretty hilarious health memes and videos, stop by our website at healthscienceforeveryone.com. We're also on Facebook in the group section and on Twitter under the name Health Science Podcast. That's all one word. For a limited time, Health Science for the rest of us listeners can save 20% on all NZT products at my online store by entering the promo code DARK42TOWERBEAMSUNSHINESTRAIN. No, no, no. I told you we're not doing that. My apologies www.irisspecialtystoreforthingshumansbyclairhealth.com Iris! Sorry. I'm hitting the button now.
Is that how my voice sounds?